Hi, and welcome to Lessons for My Kids. Normally, I like to keep these episodes uh, more timeless, uh, meaning that at some point in the future, could be weeks, months, years, if my kids were to listen to these, that the advice or suggestions from some of these articles may still be useful. Um, now, of course, technology will change as time goes on and such, so maybe some of them won't be as as uh, as useful as I think they will. Today, I need to have this one be more about what's happening in the real world today. So this one will actually be more about uh, 2020 and COVID-19 uh, or coronavirus, whichever way you want to say it. The article that I'm actually citing comes from theladders.com, which is a career site, and they offer advice. They have uh, a lot of different articles that come out. They offer job postings. Um, it, it's really good. And if you haven't tried theladders.com, um, free plug for them, I guess. Uh, but go ahead and give them a shot. I know there's a lot of people that aren't working right now, and maybe they'll find a job there. But the reason that I pulled this article um, is that it has to do with working from home. And with my kids and many of your kids, um, or many of you who are kids, uh, starting school now and potentially uh, having to do virtual classroom, uh, I felt this was important enough to share because some of the details in here aren't just about working from home uh, per se as a job, but they could be useful as somebody who's going to school. They could be in college. They could be in high school. They could be, well, if you're in elementary school, I guess you probably aren't listening to this. But if you are, you might even find a few tidbits from it for elementary school. So the article is called Eight Habits of Super Productive People Who Work From Home. And it's by a person named Thomas Opong. And I may have butchered that name a little bit. And for Thomas, I apologize. But he goes through eight uh, ways people can remain productive uh, working from home. Now, if you're like me, uh, I've been working from home for many years. And I, I seem to do well at it, I, I guess. Uh, my, my employer uh, keeps me hired and... I, I seem to be fairly productive. For kids who are going to virtual school, this has been a struggle. And again, I know this is more dated of being August 2020, uh, but I know that kids have struggled with it. College students have struggled with some of the online learning. And some people who normally uh, work in an office or work in a, in, outside of the home, uh, they've had struggles. And not every job, obviously, can be done working from home. But for those who can, uh, these eight things are really important. And I'm going to give you some examples as we go through this uh, as well that work either job-related or school-related because I've talked to a lot of parents uh, who have had struggles as well, and they've questioned uh, some things. So I'll, I'll share those as we go through here. But the first and foremost... Uh, before we get into that list of eight, uh, managing your time, choosing the hours that you're uh, able to work or able to study, it really is important that you deliberately plan how your day is going to be. 
And this article does does give a quote from Leonardo da Vinci, who said, while you are alone, you are entirely your own master. Um, which is, is true in most cases, but if you're working from home or working remotely, you're more likely to spend half your time battling procrastination, distractions, managing energy dips, pets, children. Uh, there's a lot that you're managing and you're trying to still work and be as productive as possible. So this is where we get into the list. And according to Thomas, I'm not going to say his last name again because I don't want to be cruel if I'm not saying it right, but uh, Thomas Opong, um, start work as early as possible. Uh, rising before the sun is a habit shared by most successful people. They share in here that a poll of 20 executives cited by Vanderkam, 90% of them said they wake up before 6 a.m. on weekdays. And I think about this from my standpoint, and if you've got small children at home or if you have kids who procrastinate, getting up early, getting your job done, getting the work out of the way, uh, if you can do it, that's great. If you're relying on having to be in a class setting uh, at a certain time, uh, being up early, uh, it may be good just to get your mind going and get your, your, your breakfast in you and coffee if you need it. Uh, but if you've got to wait for a class, uh, you know, get prepared, get, get work done from the night before. If there's any homework that's lingering, try and get that done. Uh, so the next part is dedicate mornings to high value work. And from a business standpoint, getting those things done early before other people are awake. Um, it might even be if you're working from home, uh, if your family's still sleeping, Getting those things done uh, early before everybody wakes up and starts asking you for whatever, uh, or before your phone starts ringing, or before emails start popping in from your boss. But dedicate those mornings to the high value work so that you can show your value and you've got the time and you've got the quiet uh, quietness of, of a household to really focus on those things that are important. Uh, next, if you're not a morning person, work when you're most productive. Uh, a lot of teenagers, I, if, you, if you're teenagers and if the kids that you know that are teenagers are like mine, uh, they probably don't wake up until noon. Well, school day starts at 8 o'clock here, and so it's been a rude awakening with the kids having to get up early. But um, if you're not a morning person and you, you do uh, wake up later in the morning or can't get up at 6 a.m., uh, then you have to work when you're most clear-headed, creative, productive. That might be from 9 a.m. to noon. Maybe that's when you get that burst of energy. Uh, maybe if you're a night owl, it's, it's working uh, late into the night. And maybe it's working hours from 3 p.m. to 11 p.m. Maybe you've got kids who need your attention uh, during the day. Um, and so the only time you can do uh, your work uh, is at night. You know, obviously you need to do what's best for you and finding when you're most productive is an essential part of working from home. Now for kids, again, we're going back to the classroom. If there are certain times of the day that the class is being held and you have to be there, then you need to get up on time or you need to show up. 
on time. So those are kind of important uh, aspects. Just as a boss uh, would expect you to show up in your office uh, or in your job site at a certain time, uh, you need to do that for classroom. Now, in the age of COVID, there are some companies who are being a little more lenient uh, about when you show up to work. If you have childcare needs, if you have a spouse who works and you have to go uh, and, and work opposite shifts or opposite hours to make ends meet and to, to take care of the, the kids, uh, there are some companies out there who are willing to, to work with you. So talk to your boss, let them know what's going on. The better communication, as in any relationship, the better communication, the better uh, it'll be for you. Uh, preparing for a successful morning in advance. Planning your day out by the night before. Uh, it, it helps you to relieve yourself of wasted hours in the morning. And it helps lower your stress. If you know what you're coming into and you're prepared for it, just like anything. Uh, I talk to my kids about being prepared for class, doing the readings, doing the assignments, getting things in on time it creates a lot lower level of stress. So if you can do those things the night before uh, from a job standpoint, and you can you can have your, your if, if, well, if you were going to an office, some people put their clothes out in advance. Well, even if you're working from home, if you're doing video calls, maybe you'll wanna have your clothes out in advance. Uh, but having any reports run, having any uh, notebooks next to your computer, uh, having all the things ready for the next day. Maybe you have a list of items that you need to get finished up in the morning. Having those things done the night before really does reduce your level of stress. Uh, it just, it creates less chaos. And then structuring your day as you normally would. Now, this is where <clears throat> I wanna interject a little bit about some examples. Um, structuring your day, having worked from home for a long time, Getting up, going to work at the same time every day, um, going through the process of, you know, morning routines and getting the computer turned on and going to lunch, uh, shutting down at night. It's important, I think, to have that structure in your life. If you start at eight o'clock in an office, start at eight o'clock at home. If you leave for lunch at noon, leave for lunch at noon when you're at home. If you're done at five most days, the nice thing about being home is you don't have a commute. So if there is something that lingers, you know, you might want to give yourself an extra 30 minutes or 60 minutes, depending on what kind of, of project you're working on or what whatever work you're doing. Families will understand that because again, you don't have the commute, so you're there a little bit more often. But what I wanted to interject with is from a school day standpoint, there's a lot of kids who need structure and that's just as important for them to be successful in school. If they just are told, uh, which again, I'm dating this back into 2020, but back in March of 2020, when schools started shutting down due to the virus, there were a lot of issues with students who one didn't have connectivity or they didn't have a device to be able to do their homework, but more so they didn't have the structure. And part of that was due to teachers didn't know how to teach online. Administrators didn't know how they were going to handle all of these students now being online. 
And having structure now in the fall, the schools are saying, look, our class class times are going to be set starting at whatever time your class time starts and every hour or 50 minutes or whatever it is for your school district, most of them are set up to be scheduled as they normally would in a structured day in school. If they ever go back to school, which I hope they do, um, it's important for them to have that same structure. So they'll go from having their classes start at say eight o'clock at home once they get back into school and we have everyone vaccinated or we have a handle of the virus, then it makes it a little bit easier for the kids to just go from home into the classroom uh, person to person because that structure. Uh, I had some, some parents who said to me, well, I just don't understand how teachers can't teach online. And I, I find it interesting because of some of the things that we brought up today already, it, it's not about the teachers being able to teach online. Yes, there are some struggles. Yes, there are some things that come with uh, having a video conference uh, and sharing screens and such. But it's what we talked about earlier about those distractions and the things that are happening around your house that make it difficult for children to sit and learn outside of a classroom. There might be pets uh, running around. There might be people running around um, the house. There might be somebody doing laundry. There might be somebody cooking. Uh, and But those little distractions uh, can make a big difference and make a big impact. Uh, and if you do have a quiet house, for the most part, uh, neighbors could be mowing the lawn or you know, doing work around the house, and that can also cause uh, some distraction. So going back to the main point of, of this this uh, this step here, it's structure your day as you normally would. Do the very best you can. Uh, everybody knows that we're in a pandemic and makes it a little more difficult. Uh, next is separate work zones from relaxing zones. Uh, I know some people who work on their dining room table, uh, and that's probably the best place that they have. Some place, uh, some people have smaller apartments or smaller homes, and that is the, that's the space that they can spread out a little bit. They can print some records or print reports. Um, that's what they have. Uh, I made a space out of uh, basically a walk-in closet and we put some doors up and that became my office. And so when I cl- close those doors at the end of the day, I know that I'm done for the day. But I also know that when I leave my office space and I turn my computer off, that I'm now home. And when you're home, you need to be home because that's when the kids need you, your spouse needs you. Uh, It's important for you to to detach from work at some point. And so if you've got that structured day, uh, knowing when you're in a relaxing zone and knowing when you're in a work zone can make a big difference for your family as well as for you. Uh, Cancel noise for focus. If you have the ability to close doors, if you have the ability to turn off uh, music or TVs, um, I know my kids have struggled with this one because they like listening to music while they're they're studying or doing homework. And time and again, I've read articles that have said your brain truly does not do two things or three things at the same time. Your brain really can only focus on one task 
at a time. I know people who claim they can multitask, but they really can't. If you are truly, say you're driving down the highway, let's use that for the example, and you're listening to music, and all of a sudden a news report comes on, your brain is, are you truly focused on the road, or are you listening to the newscast? Um, don't get into an accident, please. But it is something to think about. Or say you're in a conversation and your TV is on in your living room and you're talking to your spouse or you're talking to your kids. If you think about it, you're truly not able to focus on, on both of those things at the same time. You're really only focusing on one. You're either focusing on what the kids are saying or you're focusing on the TV. But you hear most often people go, what did they say? Or what did you say? Could you repeat that? Because they aren't able to fully listen. So as far as work, as far as school, uh, find uh, a place to, to cut out the noise and focus. And then the last thing that they have on this article from theladders.com is keep socializing. When you work from home, it can be very lonely. Uh, it can be very... Um, you sit in a silo of sorts where you might get on the phone or you might get on video calls from time to time. Uh, but if you don't have a job where you're very social, like a salesperson or a manager who's checking in on their team, uh, you need to go out of your way to have that social interaction. You think about it at, at school or at your job, some people, they walk around the water cooler uh, or they go to lunch or they're in recess. It's those times when, when they have that social aspect. Keep that up. It will help you mentally, physically, emotionally. Uh, it's such a positive support. Um, so try and, try and find ways to stay social. Um, now again, make sure your work gets done. And for you kids, make sure your homework gets done. But there's also got to be time for play. And there's got to be time for socializing and talking about whatever happened over the weekend or what's going on in the news. Um, we got to have some co some positive conversations outside of uh, working all the time. So with that, I know we went a little bit longer than normal, and I apologize for that. But in this day of COVID, uh, there are a lot of things that people can be doing to maximize their time maximize their day and still enjoy time with family. And uh, so with that, I thank you for listening and I hope you guys have a great night. Thanks.